Hello, 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 and welcome, 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 welcome. Hello, I'm glad you're here. Glad you could make it. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dancefish.com, welcoming you to another live stream. We do this every Wednesday at 9 Eastern time. That's uh, 7 Mountain Time, my time, but most folks don't know where Mountain Time is, so 9 Eastern. Um, if I could get a quick audio check, it would be appreciated. And then we'll get right into the shipping report and the giveaway. And then we'll get to questions and comments. Audio is good, says Candy. Thanks, Candy, for letting me know. So we start off every live stream. If you're new, let me tell you how we do things here. Every live stream, we start off with a shipping report. So dancefish.com, we sell fish online. So we ship fish for a living. So every week, I get held accountable and I come in front of you guys and I tell you how we did. Were there any losses? Were there any problems? Because I'm trying to keep everything transparent to keep the company honest. So I am thrilled to say that as far as I know, there have been no losses since last time I talked to you. So um, we shipped for the first time post-holiday shutdown on Monday. And as far as has been reported, all those packages arrived um, yesterday and arrived in good shape and I shipped again today. So we'll see how all that goes in the reports tomorrow, but I think everything will be fine. It generally is every now and then there's a bit of an issue. So the, there were two small issues. One was I shipped the last of the, um, dwarf golden barbs. And one of them was acting a little funky, um, right when it was released from the bag but it settled in. So there was a little concern there that the customer had, but uh, as of a day later, or so it seems to have settled in and, and, and um, adjusted. So, you know, some, sometimes fish can get stressed or disoriented or, or whatever. And so hopefully that's the case. Hopefully it's not an actual illness that the stress brought out that is going to fester over time because that can happen too. So, um, but the fish adjusted and seems to be okay. Temperature wise, we're okay. I got a report that one box arrived at 72 degrees, which is, is kind of perfect, actually. I kind of want the fish to arrive not cold by any means, but not hot either, because I want their metabolism to, um, I want them in their safe range, their comfortable range, but the bottom of their safe range, because if they're safe, then I want their metabolism as low as it can be within their comfortable safe range, right? So 72 is pretty good, um, actually. That's kind of what you want. And then I got another report that somewhere in uh, Pennsylvania, the box arrived at 85 degrees, which is quite a bit warmer than I want. And I was surprised because it was darn cold in Pennsylvania. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know if that box was like at the UPS station before it got sent to the customer in the truck itself, if it was like right by the heater vent or something, but 85 is, is that's higher than we want, but the fish were all okay. So um, I think we're still doing okay temperature wise. If, if you do receive a box for me, if you think about it, if you wouldn't mind checking the temperature of the water in the bags and just sending an email to dan at dancefish.com, letting me know what temperature they arrived at. Um, just because I'm constantly trying to adjust. I have several size heat packs and I, I know what weather.com says your temperature will be, but there's so many variables. Uh, the, the packages travel across the nation and 
through the UPS shipping hub in Louisville, Kentucky, and all that stuff. And so um, it's always nice to hear it straight from the horse's mouth what it was. And that way, as the weather changes throughout the season, I know how to adjust. Uh, maybe a smaller temp pack, maybe a hotter temp pack. It just depends on what I get the feedback on. So your feedback is so helpful. So thanks to everyone that, that sends it. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I totally get it. Most people, it's like the fish come in. It's like, oh, let's get that taken care of right away. And you're not, you're not thinking of like, you know, let's let's take the temperature and do all this. So, so I get it. Um, but if it does cross your mind, and if you have a moment to do that, that would be wonderful. Ah, so shipment report. We're all good so far. All good in the hood. Now let's get to the giveaway. So. Um, all Things Fish, who is Michael Wentworth, um, is providing the giveaway for tonight. Thank you again, Michael. Appreciate it. For those that don't know Michael, he is the main moderator over at the Get Gills Facebook group. If you're looking for a Facebook group to join or you just want more Michael, <laughs> head on over. We're, uh, we're a, a group without really without drama um, and it's basically fish fam folks that are there. So smaller group, not, not massive, which, you know, it is growing. So one day it'll maybe have those problems that those larger groups have. But for now, we're small enough that you're not going to get the same question over and over and over, right? We can have like just discussions among ourselves, show pictures of our stuff, sh share little video clips of, of what we got going on in tanks and stuff like that. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, and again, we are growing and eventually we might get to the point where it's like, okay, we have to figure out how to make this fun again. But for now, it's really fun. So Michael, thanks for all the work you do there to keep that group going. And, and he does the lion's share of the work. I, I'll occasionally jump on there and do something, but I, I just, <laughs> I'm so darn busy that I just kind of say, all right, do your thing, Michael, and he takes care of it. So I'm very appreciative of that. Anyway, the giveaway tonight from Michael is two $25 gift certificates um, to dancefish.com and a custom plant pack. So it's actually three giveaways that we'll be doing. So if you would like to enter that giveaway, please type in hashtag all things fish. So just hashtag all things fish. This is his store, ATF. I love this logo. It looks to me like a pseudomugil Luminatus. It might be some form of Gertrude Day as well, but it looks like the silhouette of a Luminatus. Really nice silhouette. Here's his store. So right now, the store is a little bit limited. There's there's a few gift certificates on there, but he'll be getting things up there as time goes on. But something that does have some good content already and is growing really quickly content-wise, he's working hard on it, is the YouTube channel, All Things Fish. So those things, the link to the store and the YouTube channel are, are in the description um, of the live stream. So if you forget, just, just check that out. But thanks again, Michael, for doing that. So what I'm going to do is in about a minute here, as soon as all these hashtags stop coming in boom, in the big storm, the tornado of hashtags, is I'm going to go ahead and do the first drawing um, to reward folks that are here early. And that's quite a few. Looks like we got 150 
folks here already. So that's not too bad. So we'll do the first hashtag, or I'm sorry, the first drawing. And then after that, um, we'll do the other ones throughout the live stream. But once the first one's done, if you wouldn't mind liking, mind liking sharing this out, getting more people in here, to get more support for Michael and his kind of launch of his YouTube channel and the relaunch of his store, that would be pretty awesome. So I'm just waiting for the last hashtags to kind of flood in, and then we'll get right to that. Okay, while we're waiting, I'm going to get to the first um, question or comment because I don't want dead airtime. Maria Z says, the Rudelarius gobies are awesome. So outgoing and active. Thanks again. Maria, thank you. I'm glad they got to you in good shape. I figured you'd like them. Um, anyone that likes uh, Stiffidon Annie will like Stiffidon Rudelarius. They're, they're just as pretty in their own way. So I'm glad they're doing well. Glad you got them. And man, sorry to everyone that ordered the Stiffidon Annie. Um, at the very end of that whole saga, I ended up with two that I was able to find and catch and ship. The rest, I honestly have no clue. They're little ninjas. I mean, and I've never had a Stiffidon act like this either. This is, I've kept several Stiffidon species over the years. I think I've got one, two, three, four, five, five or six of them right now. And I've never had another Stiffidon goby that was a little ninja like this. It's just, it just disappear and I can't find them anywhere. I took apart the sponge filter. They're not in there. I sifted all the sand. They're not in there. Um, the overflow has a fine screen on it, so I don't think there's any way they could go in there. The lid has, the tank has a tight lid on it, um, so I don't think they could get out of there. No dead bodies in the tank and no dried up bodies on the floor. Like, I'm at a loss. I have no clue how they disappeared. But anyway, for everyone that ordered them, I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I was very excited about that species, but uh, it just didn't go well. They disappeared. And I don't know if they died or, or if I'm going to find them next week, but I can't find them now. That's for sure. All right. Let's get to the first giveaway of the night. So the first person to win, this is for a $25 giveaway provided by All Things Fish. Thanks again, Michael. Mitchell Broom. Mitchell Broom, you have won. Or is it Brome with an E on the end? Brome. Could be Brome. Mitchell, I'm going to go with Mitchell Brome. And uh, congratulations, you've won. So we'll give you a little bit of time to message us. Let us know that you're here. Just say yay in the chat or I won or yippee or something. So it's awesome. There you go. That'll work. So Mitchell Brome sent us an awesome Mitchell if you'd send me an email, dan at dancefish.com, um, let me know that you won the first $25 gift certificate. And um, let me know. It's just broom. Okay, it's broom. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mr. Broom. Um, but anyway, if you just let me know, I'm the one that won. And if your real name is different than your username, um, if you would let me know, I'm... Mitchell Broom on YouTube, just so I don't get confused. That would be fantastical. All right. There you go. First winner of the night. 
So now that that first winner has been drawn, if you wouldn't mind sharing this out to get more folks in there, I, I get you don't want to do it before the first drawing, right? I get it. The odds, you want the odds to be in your favor. Um, but now that we've done that, if you'd share this out and get more folks in here, that would be great. I'm going to go straight to questions and comments. So if you have a question or a comment for me, um, if you would type it in the chat, if you make it at symbol dance fish, it'll highlight for me and I'll get to it better or quicker or easier. I'll see it. I'll be less likely to skip it. That's what I'm trying to say. Jerry Serple Morris, where do you buy your heat packs from? I shipped fish for the first time ever today, but couldn't find heat packs. I use insulation foam and weather tape and they should arrive in 24 hours. All right, I'm gonna link where I do that. So I use tsksupply.com. I've found them to be super reliable. They're good folks to work with. I have no complaints and I've been using them for a while and their heat packs work. I've had one exception to that, but besides that one exception, which I'll tell you about in a second, their heat packs work. I, I bought an entire case of heat packs from a wholesaler. Oh, when was that earlier this winter? Because they were so much cheaper. And I was like, Yes, I'll save a ton of money on heat packs. This is a good thing, right? I bought them. The entire case, 240 packs, were duds. At least I think. I opened up about 25 of them. And after that, I was like, guess these aren't working. And I kind of ate that cost because it's a company that's one of these old school fish wholesale companies and all that. Don't even get me started on trying to deal with folks like that. So the nice thing about TSK is they're a little more expensive than buying from the wholesaler, but their stuff works. And if there's a problem, they take care of you pronto. So I would recommend TSK supply. Um, the one thing I did have a problem with was I did try the 96 hour heat packs, the big boys. Um, this was a year ago or a year and a half, something like that, a couple of years, a little while ago. And I couldn't get those things to work. So I, that's the only time, though, in all my years of working with TSK that I've had a problem. And I told them I have a problem and they're like, great. And I think they sent me a label, a slap on the box and ship it back to them. Right. And I got a refund. So the only thing that wasn't refunded was um, the few heat packs I had already opened up from the case. But everything else they refunded. They took care of me and they've been really good to me for a long time. So. I really like TSK Supply. All right. Did chat jump? Yes, it did. Or something happened. Yeah, I think chat jumped. Um, All Things Fish says, shacked the logo, P. Luminatus for sure. I'm a sucker. Oh, cool. Right on, right on, right on. I thought it was Pseudomilgill Luminatus. It's a pretty silhouette. The store items are currently delisted for now since I'm out of town. I will turn everything back on when I get home next month. Okay, that makes sense. So Michael's in Guam right now, lucky duck on a tropical island. <laughs> Jeez, sipping my ties by the pool. Um, so that's right. So when he gets back in town, makes sense to turn everything on then. Yep. Rockford Fishkeeping, extra time on giveaway reminder. Yep. Thank you, Rockford. I appreciate that. So Rockford 
made the note to me in an email that there's a delay. So when I give you guys only one minute to respond, um, that's really 30 seconds on your end. So I'm going to give a little longer, maybe a minute 30, something like that, just so that it just seems a little more fair. Um, if you're across the fish room with your hands in the tank, when you hear it and it's like, crap, and you got to get out and get dry and all that, and then get to your computer, or your phone to respond. I want to give people some time. So we'll do about a minute 30. Skipper's Aquariums at Rescue Dog Treats, my shipment. Cool. So this is from Rescue Dog Treats. Um, my shipment today and I already got notification that is delayed. Oh no, that's no good. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully that notice is wrong. My best advice, Rescue Dog Treats, first one this year, <laughs> first delay this year, is to um, contact your local UPS office and see if they will hold it for your pickup and then maybe go before they close and try to pick it up. What will often happen is it might be delayed, but it might get to the office, not in time to get on the delivery truck, but it might get there later in the day. And instead of it sitting overnight there and getting on the delivery truck uh, the next morning, I guess that would be Friday morning. If you have them hold it for pickup, you might be able to get it Thursday. So it might've just meant it might miss the window to get on the truck. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, we did okay. Um, even with COVID and all that stuff, we had less than 10 delays. I believe that's correct. Less than 10 delays all last year in 2020. And we shipped uh, just a bajillion boxes of fish. So I'm sorry that you were the first delay this year. Hopefully the notice is wrong and it just gets to you on time anyway. But best advice, contact your local office, have it held. Montana AIDS, what's your opinion on keeping wild bettas, cochina, rutilins, forshi, with gold white clouds in a half-filled 75 riparium setup? So I think that that would be okay, um, especially if you don't have a ton of white clouds. The one thing to note there is that the bettas are a lot more chill and slower than the white clouds. So my best advice when mixing kind of fast to the food, fast swimming fish with slow swimming fish is put the slow swimming fish in the tank first, let them get all acclimated and, and used to feeding time and all that. So that when you lift the lid, they get up there and start anticipating the food and things before you put in the fast moving fish, in this case, the white clouds. Now, if the, if the fast moving fish are already in there, not a big deal. You can still do it. I would just feed the white clouds on this side and while they're um, busy eating, sneak some food over to the bettas over here. Kind of, you might have to overfeed a little bit, kind of disperse food. But once the bettas learn the system, they'll be fine. They'll be right up there begging for food every time. So I think that you'd be okay there. The, the exception is if you have like a big swarm of white clouds and like one little betta, like it's gonna get out competed. Killers Aquatics, the rainbow made it fine, didn't eat last night, so I'll try again tonight. He's doing well so far. Awesome. I hope he does okay for you. And Bob, thanks for giving him a, a home. For, for those that are wondering what we're talking about, I made a video a few days ago, last week, I guess, about this rainbow fish that has a strange reaction every time I feed it. Anytime it bites food, and doesn't matter if it's soft food, hard food, flakes, fiber bites, whatever, just when it goes to eat, it... Um, it has this 
strange activity that I describe as a seizure. It might not actually be a seizure, but it's it, some kind of thing that looks like that to me. Um, and so Bob was kind enough to offer to home and to do his best to um, figure out how to help the fish and give it a good life. So I sent it off to Bob. So thanks, Bob, for taking that fish in. And I'm curious how he does. I, I'm not super hopeful just because not being able to eat you know, long-term, that's no solution. But if anyone can figure it out, it's you. So I hope it goes okay. Scott Becker, my order arrives Saturday. It's 78 degrees and everyone is doing great. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's super funny because Scott lives close enough to me that he actually comes and picks the fish up here in person. So <laughs> glad to hear that they made the short drive home. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Orange Cones, does a neighbor suddenly have a big tank of gobies? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I imagine that one of you will like go down to your local creek in a few months and be like, what are all these Annie doing in there? It's like they, they jump ship. It's like a spy movie. I have no, a ninja movie. I have no idea. Thanks, Skipper's Aquariums, for um, telling folks how to highlight so I see their comment. I appreciate that, which reminds me I need to thank my mods. Thanks, mods, for being here. I appreciate you all. Thanks for what you do. And um, Kayla's Aquatics and Skipper's Aquariums, I did not have time today, um, but I do plan on watching the replay of the show you did together today. I'm sorry I had to miss it. It's You can kind of tell by my uh, scruffy face. It's been busy. It's, it's what I'm calling the Shipping Olympics. January is going to be my shipping Olympics. Um, there's all the backup from the orders from around Christmas that I couldn't ship during Christmas because they'll get delayed for sure, right? And that's a problem. And then there's all the new orders that are coming in at a rapid rate. And so there's just a ton of orders. So January is going to be my Olympics. It's I'm, I'm probably not going to shave till February. I just want to have time. I get up early. I pack fish all day until I have to take them up to UPS and then I do it again the next day. Like that's my entire day. This is actually a nice break from shipping and shipping prep to be able to just sit down and talk to fish nerds for an hour and a half. So, <laughs> um, Swamp Thing, the plecos you sent are very smart. They all swarm into my matten filter tubes and are feasting on the algae behind the filter. <laughs> next time i see them they'll be double in size yep yep plecos do that they don't mind current at all they'll swim right into a matten filter tube <laughs> uh or yeah mitchell telling me it's not brome it's just broom matt lawrence will the highway catfish be offered again as soon as i can get some uh this this current batch is sold out and so um so the, the, the hope is the next order is from Nigeria and the next order after that is from Indonesia because I need to get some more gold denison barbs and the breeders in Indonesia. Um, and the highway catfish come from China. So the next time I do a China import um, could be a little while, but I do plan on bringing them in for sure. And by the way, that's only sporadically offered. So they're very seasonal. So if I can get them, I will, but it won't be right away. Unfortunately, I know this is a problem. I get emails every day, messages every day about fish that people want that I just 
don't have right now. The warehouse should solve most of this, I hope. Um, so we're building a big warehouse, a lot more tanks, so we can order in a lot more often as opposed to the kind of feast or famine cycle, boom and bust cycle that we have right now, just because we're a small facility. So, yep, we're working on that. So I can't wait for that warehouse to be done. Man, I can't wait. Aaron Davis, I was looking at your site. Is it only fish or are there plants as well? So me personally, I just sell fish. But if you go to getgills.com where my site is hosted, oh, sorry, I guess I should have turned off the volume on my phone. Let me do that right now. Sorry, folks. It's very professional of me. But if you go to getgills.com, so here's getgills.com. Um, if you look in here, there's a plant section. So there's 91 listings right now in the live plant section. So quite a bit of stuff available. Me personally, I don't sell plants, but lots of other folks on the site do. I have nothing against plants. I'm just not an expert on them. Like I, yeah, just fish for me for now. Yeah. Montana AIDS, what's your opinion on keeping wild bettas? Oh, I already got that one. Bunny Viper, can cedar roots be used in a planted aquarium? They are 60 plus years old, have been tumbled and boiled. Maybe. Um, if they're that old, I think you'll be okay. The danger with uh, conifers is all the resin and sap and stuff in them. That's item number one. Okay, so... You, you don't want to put that stuff in your tank. But if it's been dead for 60 years, I've got a feeling that stuff's gone. <laughs> so in that case, I think it is going to be safe to use. I would do a little test just because you never know. A neighbor could have sprayed their lawn and the pesticides could have come over and landed on that. There's, there's a million things that could happen. So I do a little test first, um, but I think you're going to be okay. Now, I will say this, though cedar and you know those conifers pine and all that um these are soft woods they tend to decay rather rapidly and messily in an aquarium so is it going to be safe i'm pretty sure is it the best wood probably not i would ideally i would say try to find a hardwood a well-aged oak um apple wood from you know old apple orchards um any kind of hardwood well not any kind but most hardwoods they just hold up better in an aquarium now if your whole thing is well i've got a bunch of um of panox uh wood eating plecos and i'm trying to feed them then softwood might be great they'll just chew that right down but if you're like i want a lasting decoration that looks good i would suggest some hard wood let the jokes fly. Multi-take addiction, throwing down $3. And what's that? How's it going? Doing great, MTA. I hope you're doing well, too. Happy New Year. Thanks so much for the $3 super chat. Chattanooga, it is back. And so are the bruises on my face. We got the fox cat. I guess someone said it's a corgi the other day. I'm going to call it a fox cat. Punching me in the face. It's like the Tyson fight the other day. <laughs> anyway, Chattanooga Ed, good to see you. I hope you've been well. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Do you guys hear that? I don't know if you can hear that music in the background. That's my wife upstairs rehearsing. I love it when she does that. Like just the stress just whew, oozes off me when I hear her sing. 
Swamp Thing, the Plekko's use elk, already got that one. Huh, maybe chat didn't jump. Maybe I just wasn't at the top to begin with. Okay, how are you removing the water on a container with rainbow eggs in it? And how are you doing this three to four times a day? I don't want to lose any eggs. Well, I work from home. So my business is working in this fish facility that you see behind me. So I'm here all day. So that's how I do it three to four times a day. Um, if you can't do that, do it as often as you can. Like before you go to work, when you get home from work, and maybe before bedtime. That's three, that's three times a day, right? And the way I do it is I just take the container and I slowly pour off the water, the eggs sink, and then I fill it with fresh water. That's how I do it. Pretty simple. Um, if you're worried about losing eggs, then maybe pour them the water through a brine shrimp net, a clean brine shrimp net, so that you can catch any eggs you might accidentally spill out and put them back in. So um, that's what I do. I pour out as much water as I can without pouring the eggs out. So it works out to almost 100% water change. Um, fill it back up with fresh water, not from the tap, but like clean water that's been aged, gassed off, all that stuff, and uh, put a little hydrogen peroxide in there. And to me, it's been a great way to do it. Kenneth Aquatics, I gave another gift certificate for Dan's Fish in the stream today. Awesome, Bob. Um, we'll settle up on that. Uh, let's do that tomorrow or Friday. In fact, I owe you some more s stuff. Um, it's been so crazy shipping, but I tomorrow and Friday are my days to kind of catch up on everything I've been uh, neglecting due to fish Olympics, fish shipping Olympics. So um, you're on my list to, to make sure we get all settled from the stuff from before, too. So sorry, there's been a little delay on that. It's been insane. Oh, good question. Dragon Lair says, Bunny Viper, can you still smell the cedar odor? That might be a good indication of whether that wood's inert or not. Good, good point, Dragon Lair. I like that question. Mia Samuels, don't make life hard on my mods, man. They're volunteers, right? They don't get paid enough to put up with shenanigans. So don't make life hard on the mods, please. If you do, they have full permission to just ban you. So take it easy. Take it easy. Bob Purcell, how cold can rainbow shiners go in an outdoor pond? Oh, they can ice over. Like, as long as the water's still liquid, they'll be fine. Now, you don't want to take a fish that has been kept indoors at 80 degrees and be like, I'm going to take him outside and it's midwinter and plop him straight into 32 degree water, right? Um, you don't want to shock him like that. But as long as the trans transition is gradual, if the water's still liquid, they'll be fine. Um, I shipped out some rainbow shiners and red dace or rainbow dace or I think it's called Cipronella lutrensis or lutrins or something like that. I forget the scientific name. I shipped those out today and I, I put in a, much, uh, a lot less heat than I normally do because those fish actually prefer it you know, quite a bit cooler. So I didn't want to, I didn't want them to get there quite as hot. So ideally those get there in the 60 degree range or so, maybe the fifties. So, um, hopefully whoever gets that package, was it you, Bob? I can't remember. Um, isn't like these are cold. That's on purpose. They ship better cool. So Sonny Doan, 
spinning angelfish after some brutal attacks. Ooh, I separated it from the other angelfish. It was housed in a 55 gallon with 11 angelfish total. Seems to have buoyancy issues. I'm sorry to hear that, Sunny Doan. Um, good on you for removing it. I would say turn off the lights, like make it as less stress as possible, like a quiet place. Keep the lights down. Make sure it's warm enough. I'd keep that thing uh, oh, 82 degrees or so. And um, it wouldn't hurt to add some salt, five grams per liter of salt to the tank it's in. If it's in a plant to tank, don't do that. That will kill the plants, they'll rot in the tank, and then you'll have a whole different issue. But if it's a tank that has no plants in it, um, I would put in some salt and just make sure that that water is nice and clean and just let that thing be for a bit. That's my best advice. See how it goes from there. Sorry to hear that. It's always tricky when our fish get sick or injured. Danielle Lee. Oh, geez. Chat jumped, Danielle, like big time. So I'm going up to try to find you again. Just a minute. <laughs> if I can. Ooh, I can't. Um, Danielle, I'm sorry. Uh, chat jumped. And I, I literally can't. It won't let me scroll up high enough to see your question or comment. So if you would type it again down below, I'd appreciate it. We'll try to get to it. And that goes for anyone else. This is the next comment that, that I can see is from Chevy Fish here. If you typed a comment above Chevy Fish that I didn't get to um, because chat jumped, please feel free to type it again. Generally, we don't want you to type your questions or comments again and again and again. It just clogs the feed. But if it's ever a thing where chat jumps, I can't get to it, then please feel free to list it again and I'll, I'll do my best. Chevy Fish, maybe the gobies got sucked down the water change system. Yeah, it's, it's screened off though. So I don't think they can. It's got a really, so the bulkhead's there and it's not just open. It's got a, it's got a screen on it. So I don't think they could get sucked into the system. Anything's possible. So once I realized that was happening, I got them all out of that tank, all the ones I could find. And I moved them to another tank in the hopes that it was just something I didn't see a crack in the bulkhead screen somewhere that I missed or something that I just missed and wasn't seen in that tank. But they, they did the same thing in the new tank I moved them to too. So I was, at that point I was like, I don't know what else to do. Like I went over with a fine tooth comb, didn't see any problems or possibilities for escape, but they, they managed. Max, hi Dan. Hello, right back at you. Can the Stifidon rutilarius coexist with the Stifidon? Um, I always, this one's hard for me. <laughs> Atropurpureus, yes, they'll get along just fine. They're about the same size. The Atropurpureus are a little bigger right now, but they're gonna um, they're gonna get along just fine. Tennis Aquatics Skipper got unruly, and Maria had to rein him in. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you get Thomas on your screen. You're taking a real risk. <laughs> Multi-take addiction, throwing down five bucks. Hey, thanks so much because I have to beat Ed. And yes, it's a fox cat. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> thanks, Multi-take addiction. I appreciate the super chat. Where are we at? 206 viewers. Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for being here, everybody. We, we have two more giveaways to do tonight. Another $25 gift certificate um, provided by All Things Fish. That's Michael Wentworth. And um, as well as a custom plant package. So we got more going on. 
Crown Tail Half Moon. Hey, good to see you, Crown Tail. I have a question on medication. If it says to use milligram per liter for powder version, how do you convert that if you have liquid meds, not powder? Using active ingredients in liquid as a substitute. So you, I, I don't, I wouldn't know how to do that. If if the instructions your or, or the the thing you found of how to use it is a milligram per liter of powder measurement and all you have is liquid. I mean, there is a way to do it, but, but I don't even want to go into it because uh, I, I don't think I could say it concisely and clearly. And I'd be afraid I could screw you up, but, but basically, <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway, but you can look at the liquid and see how concentrated it is from that. You can deduce what you'd have to do if it was in a dry form, but that's not something I would recommend doing. Um, if you have a friendly neighborhood pharmacy and maybe you have a relationship with them, uh, something like that, it might be worth taking the question into them and saying, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, what I would hope though, is that the liquid itself tells you what to do based on the liquid. Like if you got a liquid medicine, hopefully the instructions on it are this much of this liquid medicine per liter of water. And you don't have to do tri- dry powder conversions. That, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff Rose. Jeff Rose. Hey, my friend. Good to see you again. It's been good to see you dipping your toe back in Jeff Rose and, and, and still and, and being able to be a little more active. We missed you, buddy. $4.99. Dan, are you selling plants now? I'm not. No. Uh, just fish. Just small freshwater fish. But on getgills.com, there are a lot of plants for sale from other vendors. Yep. So my plan, guys, is I'm going to stick with what I do best. And I'm going to go, I'm not going to go like wide and shallow and start selling dry goods and plants and all that stuff. I'm going to do fish and I'm going to do it world-class and I'm going to get as good at it as possible and I'm going to go super deep. And um, once we get to the point where we've absolutely exhausted every possibility of, of growing that out, then I might start thinking about, okay, maybe I do some shrimp or some crayfish. I have, I have an amazing supplier for crayfish. Like I have access to probably 80 different species of crayfish right now, something like that. Um, they're awesome, but, but I'm not, I'm not ready to do anything like that. But my point is if we ever, this is a big IF, right? If we ever get to the point where we've kind of exhausted the potential for growth and things in, in just the live freshwater fish area, then I might start branching out into some other things, but I'm going to stick with what I know best for a long time and get really good at it. And then if I do branch out, I'll have to hire whoever's world-class at that, um, Chris Luca, you looking for a job <laughs> um, to take on the shrimp or the crayfish or plants or whatever it ends up being at that time? But no, I for the foreseeable future, I plan on just doing live fish and doing it in a way that is undeniable. That's the goal. Orange cones, are you going for the bushy nose pleco look? Yep, indeed. In fact, I'm trying to get it to go here. That's where you really have the bushy nose pleco look, just straight out from the cheek. 
the uh, the the jawbone region, right? <laughs> Victorian style's got nothing on me. Crown tail half moon. Okay, all things fish. Do you mean at dance fish room? Missed that one. Michael Milliardi, can longfin white clouds do okay with angels or will, will temps be an issue? I mean, they can. If you kept the angels closer to the bottom of their comfortable range and you kept the white clouds closer to the top of their comfortable range, they could. Now, a full-grown angel probably is not going to have, well, probably not going to have too much trouble eating like a good size adult male white cloud. The females might be okay because they get a little bulkier, but um, angelfish do tend to like to snack on smaller fish and they do tend to get pretty big when they're full sized. So just something to consider. Now you can get some kind of big chunky white clouds too, but they have to be pretty darn old to get like that. All things fish crown to ask him. Oh, okay. Got it. You guys are talking about how to get a hold of me. You and uh, crown tail. Got it. Fresh Aquatics, I just found you in my recommendation, saw the nice tank in the back. Think I'll stay for the stream. Hey, Fresh Aquatics, welcome. Good to have you here. Welcome to the family, man. Or I guess person, I don't know your gender. <laughs> Sorry for the assumption. Mega Mindy Lou, feeling a little guilty, bought some flying fox for my LFS this week. Felt like I was cheating on you. <laughs> well... I'm going to have the divorce lawyer call you right away. We're going to take care of this. We're going to nip this in the bud. <laughs> That's funny, Mega Mindy Lou. So, folks, let me be very clear. If you have a good mom and pop shop in your area that you can get healthy fish from, support them by all means. If they have healthy fish in and you can get them from there, do it. If you're like most people and you don't have one that has healthy fish or that has the variety you're looking for or whatever, then I'm available. But um, I don't even want to say most people, but lots of areas of the country. If you live in a really big city, you might have access to a few great shops. But if you're like me and you live out in in the, the flyover states, quote unquote, um, then you might not have that access. So it's a long way of saying Please support your local mom and pop if you can, if they sell healthy fish and if they have the fish you're looking for. And then once that breaks down and, and you can't do that, then I'm, I'm happy to serve your needs. But no problem supporting the local folks. Now, if you're choosing Petco or PetSmart over me, then my feelings are hurt. <laughs> Not really, but how are you removing the water on a container with, oh, I already got that one. Sean, OOTD. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Okay, on the Indonesia list, you have, have you seen Megillagobius um, Adela? Let me see. I have access to, I believe, four, maybe five Megillagobius species. Um, let me see if this is, I don't know if we'll, oh, yeah. Yes, I believe I do. Yep, this is one that I do have access to. Yes, indeed. I've only ordered one Mugilagobia species in Mugilagobia, not Moogle, Mugilagobia species in before. Um, just kind of as a little test, they did okay. Um, basically, 
I'm kind of waiting until the warehouse to do more of them. They, they tend to come from, so for those that don't know, in Indonesia, there's these lakes and each lake is a very kind of distinct environment. It, it's separated from all the other lakes, right? Because you have these big mountain ranges all over and they keep all these populations separate. So these gobies, these Megillagobius have kind of radiated and in one lake, you'll find a species and you go to the next lake and you'll find a species or two. And they're endemic to those lakes often. You don't find them anywhere else. A lot of these lakes though, have pretty alkaline water or at least hard water and fairly high temperatures. Here I have soft water and I don't keep my fish room very hot. So I'm aware of the genus. I love it, but it's kind of like what I keep African rift lake cichlids here. It like is a main thing. No, no. But once the warehouse comes and I have access to hard water, that should be the summer. Then, then I'll be fine bringing in that and some other fish. And I know, I know, I know I'm always saying, don't worry about your hardness and your pH and all that. And here I am worrying about it. The reason for that, though, is most of you throughout the nation have hard water. I have really soft water. It's almost never a problem getting any fish and keeping it in hard water. It can be quite stressful to fish if you keep them in soft water when they really kind of need hard water. So I try not to do that. Chattanooga Ed still punching me in the face. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. Priscilla MK. Priscilla, I was so excited. I saw that you signed up at Get Gills today, and I really wanted to send you a message and say, Priscilla! <laughs> Welcome! But it, it's, it's Fish Shipping Olympics, so I didn't. But $150 to dance fish surprised me. Oh, okay, cool. I can do that. Um, let's communicate a little more about that though, Priscilla. <laughs> so Sarah, I know you have tons of shrimp. I wonder what would go good for you. I'll think on that. I'll think on that, but congrats on winning that. That must've been from Bob's stream. Glad it was you. Bottom dwellers aquatics phone gave me a heart attack. Thanks. Now I'm dead. Hey, you're welcome. Was that the alert or me yelling in excitement because Jeff Rose joined us? <laughs> All right. I think it's no, nah, not quite. I was going to say it might be time to do another drawing. Not, not quite yet. Holly Gibbs, can I safely put geode crystals in my bed of tanks? So Holly, I'm not an expert on rocks. Like geology is something I know very little about. What I will tell you is I have seen aquariums that do have geodes in them and everything seemed to be fine long-term. But I don't know if every geode's equal. I don't know if that was a tank where like 100% water change was done every day. So if there was a toxin in the geode, it never built up enough to affect it. I, I don't know the details, but I have seen them in tanks and they seem to work well. Does anyone here know? Can someone here help Holly better than I could? I, I just don't know that much about, I mean, I know basics about basic gravel and sand for aquariums, but nothing specialized like that. So, and if you wouldn't mind when you answer Holly, if you wouldn't mind making it at Dan's fish so I can see the answer too, I'd be really curious what that answer is. Yes. 
Punchy Paints, good to see you. Kayla's Aquatics, good to see you. Candy Overholes, good to see you. Just one more fish with Josh. Picked up some Nothobronchius Gunthori eggs a couple months back. The first batch just hashed out. Excited to work with a new species. Awesome. Hashtag breeding is pleasure. Josh, that's amazing. Um, they're, they're, you did it right. If you're going to start with Nothobronchius Gunthori is a good one to start with. So good on you. I hope they do well. And um, yeah. They're going to grow so fast. So this is an annual killie. Within, it could be a month, they'll start being sexually, you'll see some color coming in. I mean, they're going to grow so fast. So one of the keys with Nothobronchius is you seriously have to have a ton of food in there with them at all times. Otherwise, they'll starve out because they need to eat a ton to grow, to keep up with their, their growth rate. So the challenge then becomes... How do you keep the water clean when you're feeding so much? That's the challenge with any fry. With Nothobronchius, that challenge is like doubling down. So um, Nothobronchius do better in harder water. They're prone to velvet. So harder water helps keep them from getting velvet. And adding some salt to the water never hurts, especially for velvet prevention. So hope those little tips maybe, uh, maybe help out a bit. I don't know. But one of my favorite fish. Good for you. Bottom Dwellers Aquatics, is apple wood safe for in aquariums? Absolutely, yeah. I've got a dead apple tree in my backyard. Um, it's been dead for a couple years, and every now and then I'll just take a piece, cut it off, throw it in the scud tank till it sinks, then put it in the puffer tank till the scuds have been eaten, and then put it in <laughs> with some plecos. <laughs> Marie says, she sounds great. Cool. I, I'm sure we... That comment totally made sense um, when you left it. But I'm so far behind, Marie. I can't remember what we were talking about at the time. Please forgive me. Kelly Foreman, your wife is an mate. Oh, that's who we're talking about. Brenda sounds great. Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm pretty excited. Um, she started toying with the idea of starting a YouTube channel where she's just sitting at the piano, playing piano and singing. Um, and we did record our first video for that problem is we're both so darn busy so have to get several in the can i think before we list any just so we don't like post one and then not do it again for a year or something like that but in all our spare time sarcasm inserted here um that's something we would like to do because i yeah chattanooga ed says it's a fox cat amen yep <laughs> freshwater canucks uh, or Canugs, <laughs> Canugs, appreciate the help last year on the Epistos and getting back to me about those American flagfish killifish or little bulldogs. Yes, they do look like little bulldogs. Happy New Year. Hey, right back at you. And you're welcome. I, I'm always glad to help when I can. And um, if anyone here has an email into me and you're, you're waiting, um, I, I will get to you eventually. There's a poor gentleman. Uh, what's his name? Danny. Um, well, I promised I would do a collab video with, oh, it's been a while and the poor guy probably thinks I forgot about him. I didn't forget about him. In fact, every now and then I refresh his email. So it pops back up. Um, I will get to him eventually, but just, just know folks, I'm never purposely avoiding you. Darren, what sex ratio do you recommend on Garamis? I would like to breed. 
Well, there's a lot of different species and genuses of gouramis, Garen. So it depends on the one you're trying. I'm going to assume it's probably like a dwarf gourami species. Let's say that. Um, what is that? Lassie? Uh, what is that? Crisilla? What's that? Lalie? Something like that. Dwarf gourami. What is that scientific name? Lalius. Yeah. So I assume you're talking about these guys or some variant thereof. If that's true, then the thing you have to watch out for on them is the males are quite aggressive. So honestly, I think if I was trying to breed them, it would probably be better to have a, a pretty good sized group of females to the male. That way you don't get intramale aggression and you don't get a lot of aggression from that one male to any specific female. So that's kind of what I would play with. And then when they we're ready to breed. You could either remove the male and one of the females to a separate breeding tank, or you could let them pair off in the group tank and remove the females after they spawn. That could work too. The tricky part of doing it in the group tank though is they really do best in just a few inches of water. You don't want a lot, you don't want deep water in that tank. Luckily for gouramis, their eggs float. So you don't have the, the betta problem where that male betta is, is constantly diving down, picking up eggs that are falling. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why are gouramis smart and have eggs that float? It makes sense when you're doing a bubble nest. But bettas don't. Their eggs sink, so there's all this work. And then it dawned on me that bubble nesting in bettas might be fairly new um, because you have mouth brooders and you have bettas. And if you're mouth brooding, you don't want the eggs to float because as soon as the female lays the eggs, they're going to float up away from you. You want them to sink where you can go pick them up, right? So it made sense when I thought about that. But anyway, I think a lot of females to a male is how I would do it. Crowntail Half Moon. I have no access to powder meds, but liquid form. The instructions for dry... Oh, okay. We already got that one. Yeah. Crowntail, I would really suggest you... Best advice would be visit a friendly neighborhood pharmacist because uh, converting liquid to dry, that gets tricky. I'm just scrolling up because chat jumped big time on us. You know what? I think it's, I think it's time for another, another giveaway as soon as we get, say thank you to Phoebe at Jeffro's Fish keeping throwing down five bucks. So, <laughs> that's awesome. The Jeff Rose group is tag teaming. What do you recommend for a good starter fish? I would ask Jeff Rowe, but he is anti-koi and I want something other than plecos. A good starter fish. There are so many, but I would say you can't go wrong with white cloud minnows. Um, they're hardy, they come in different fin shapes, they come in different colors, and they're beautiful. And so if you're just getting started, they're active little guys, um, they don't get too big, they're peaceful, they eat anything, they have a wide range of temperatures, um, you don't have to have a big heater to keep them. So I would say, Phoebe, that, um, yeah, there's a lot of them I could recommend, but just for the sake of not like listing 
you know, several dozen fish, um, I would say check out golden white clouds or regular white clouds or long fin golden white clouds and see what you think. Okay, with that, let's go ahead and give away the second $25 gift card for the night provided by All Things Fish. Michael Wentworth, this is his channel, All Things Fish, and Michael is providing two $25 gift certificates. Why is that word so hard to say? Gift certificates. I need another drink. And um, a customized plant package. So this is the second of the gift certificates, and then we'll do the plant package in a little bit. Michael also has a store at getgills.com called All Things Fish. Um, he's in Guam right now, so he's not home to ship you stuff. But when he gets back, um, he'll have more listed there for sale. So the winner of the second giveaway of the night is Tom Bennett. Tom, not only have you been a subscriber since February 28th of 2019, thank you. Thank you for being a long-term subscriber. Well, for me, that's long-term. I haven't been doing this that long. But you have also won $25 gift certificate to Dan's Fish from All Things Fish. So, Tom, just let us know you're here. Um, put in some kind of comment so we know you're here. And you've got about another minute to do that. And then you'll have officially won. I'm going to leave the screen up so I can see that when it pops in. And I'll get to another question while we're waiting. So... Scrolling up because chat jumped again. Ginger Graves, did I just see Ginger Graves? Ginger, I thought I saw you. If I did, welcome, lady. It's so good to see you. Xanadu, do. Please add more photos. Oh, I know. I know. I know. That's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I'm in fish shipping Olympics, though. Like, literally every. Every waking moment, I'm either prepping fish and supplies to ship fish, or I'm literally packing fish in bags and boxes. So I will do that as soon as I can. Guys, it's going to be like this until the warehouse is up and, uh, and I have staff to help me. It's just, it's an amazing problem to have. Like, we're so busy that I literally have so much to do just packing the fish to sell them that taking a couple days to take pictures and get them all logged in and write descriptions for everything. It's just not going to happen right now, um, which is a good problem, but I also realize it's not the best foot forward. So it does need to be fixed and um, we will be fixing that, but it's probably not going to be for a few months when I get a team together. Tom Bennett, I am sorry, but it has been a minute and like two minutes on my end and no response. So could have been a contender. We're going to cancel that and draw instead. Sandy. I can't remember if it's Sandy Docty or Doty. I think it's Doty. We had this conversation a while ago. I remember Sandy Doty, you have won. Thank you for being a subscriber even longer. 2018. Thanks so much. Um, you have a minute and 15 seconds or so to uh, just put in something in the chat to let us know that you are here. And then you will have one. So while we're waiting on that one, I am going to switch just because we've been staring at that screen for a while. Awesome. Okay, cool. So Sandy, send me an email, dan at dancefish.com. Uh, you know the drill. All right. Yeah, anyways, Anna Dudu, I'm sorry that dancefish.com has like very, like the last couple imports 
I haven't put pictures up really. I apologize for that. Um, it's a good problem to have, but I realize it's a problem. All things fish. Do you offer a bonus or stipend if I relocate to take over the plant department? Well, when we get there, then I'll have a lot to think about. If we ever get a plant department, I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. David Harvey, I need an application. Well, okay, I guess I should say this. I was going to wait until I um, had an official, you know, job description rid up and all that. But I am looking for a couple people to come on board this summer and be part of the founding team. I'll have more for this. I'll get this written up. But if you're interested in working at Dance Fish, um, I am looking to hire a couple folks. And so if you want to just email me, dan at dancefish.com, send me a cover letter and a resume. And that's how we get started. And I mean that, like I disqualify people instantly if they can't follow those simple instructions, cover letter and resume. And basically I'm, I'm not looking for like just a, a normal hire. I'm looking for folks that are really good at what they do to be part of the founding team. So I need a content creator. I need someone to help us make videos, um, take pictures, um, you know, create social media posts, things like that. So I need a content creator. Anywhere else it would be called the head of marketing or chief marketing officer or something like that. But um, the term marketing, I don't like just throwing ads in front of people. Instead, I want to create content of value. So I just call it content creator. We'll come up with a good title. But if anyone's interested in that, um, start with a cover letter and a resume. And then the other thing we're looking at is kind of like, I, I call it a fish happiness, chief fish happiness officer. I'm not quite sure what it is, but the job will be making sure that the fish in the warehouse are kept as responsibly and humanely and happily as is possible. And that only healthy, happy fish are ever put in a bag and sent to a customer. So it's, it's kind of like quality control, but it's as we grow, it's going to be managing all the staff in the warehouse that take care of the fish, that select fish, that package fish, all that. So I'm looking for folks that can grow with the company. Um, and yes, we'll all be doing, me, you, and everyone else will be doing a lot of the basic work to start with. Um, you know, cleaning tanks, all, all that stuff. That's you and me and everyone else to start. But as the company grows, I need the folks that are applying at this early stage to grow with the company and become the leaders in the company that manage teams and help create strategy and all that. So I'm not just looking for like an hourly employee. I'm looking for, I guess you could call it partners. Um, although that implies that you own half the company. It's not that. Um, you will get though a piece of the company for the early hires. So anyway, I'll get a whole official thing together for that, but that is in the back of my mind. And since people are chatting and probably jokingly about it. Um, it is something that we're about to start doing. We wouldn't need anyone to move to Wyoming until like the summer, probably around June or so, depending on how construction goes. But my plan is in the next couple of weeks to kind of get something official together, um, collect applications for a little while. And then if there's any applicant that we're serious about, then I will fly you out take a vacation from your current job or whatever, I will fly you out here and I'll have you work with me for about a week. And you'll see how things go here. 
see if you like it. We'll see how you work. See if we like you. We'll, by the end of the week, we'll get back together and say like, okay, do we like each other? We've worked together for a week. Do we still like each other? And did we play well in the sandbox? And we'll kind of go from there. So we're being very selective. So don't apply if you can't take rejection, please. Um, if you don't get selected, please don't take it personally. The, the first few hires are of primary importance because they set the culture, they set the vision, and um, they kind of set the standard for the company as it grows. So we're not looking for just, you know, someone to come and, and just like, what's my job? Oh, okay. I, I put tape on boxes. Like, no. We're looking for, for someone to grow with the company, establish the culture, and manage the team that we're going to eventually need to handle all that stuff. So, so that's what we're looking for. So if you're interested, I couldn't hurt to send me a cover letter and resume and be aware that think startup, every movie you've seen or post you've seen or whatever about startup companies and the long hours and the super hard work and the grind, right? For a little while until things got up and running and then there was a payoff. That's the model, okay? There's not gonna be a lot of money to start with. You will get a piece of the company and we'll work together to grow that for you. And then, you know, as things grow, then we can pay people what they're worth a little more. But to start, you're gonna make what I make and it ain't much. <laughs> you also have to be able to move to Wyoming. Um, there's no way to <laughs> manage fish from a distance, right? All right. Tasty fish sauce, unusual looking torpedo barbs. Do you sell them? I do want to have some available. These are, wait, okay, this is the right screen I'm sharing. Good. Um, those are the golden torpedo barbs. I'm out at the moment, but the next order I do from Indonesia will be from the breeder of those barbs. So I do want to get more in. I do have some other suppliers that I could get them from, but I'm holding out till I can get them directly from the source because I think the quality will be better. All right, just got to Priscilla's super chat on the scrolling. If you're wondering how far behind I am in chat, it's pretty far. Freshwater Canucks, appreciate the help with the, oh, already got that one. Um, doo -doo -doo. Says no good mom pop store shop here. So left with private or pet smart ship to Canada. Maybe one day I can ship to Canada, but that's a, that's a ways away. I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I could because I do also get lots of emails from Canadians being like, please ship to me. I wish I could. That's a whole thing with export licenses and procedures and stuff. And it's not worth doing unless you can do it large scale. And right now I can't. So that's going to be quite a ways out before we uh, get to anything like that. Mainly bet is I have a five gallon tank. I started to create green water. Awesome. It's nicely green now, but do I have to but I do have some hair algae starting to appear. Nothing else in the tank otherwise. Should I clean the hair out? Um, I could go both ways on this. If the hair algae grows to the point where it's sucking enough nutrients that the green water is not flourishing, then you're going to have a problem. And it could get to that point. Personally, what I would do in that case is I would get some scuds. HC Aqua loves scuds and has plenty to send you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jesse, I couldn't resist. Um, the scuds will eat all that hair algae, any other algae in the tank, but they won't eat the free 
floating green water algae that you want. So if it becomes a problem or if you think it might become a problem, I would throw some scuds in there. No problem. The scuds will chew down that. Their poop will make more green water. It's a beautiful thing. Sean OOTD, when summer comes, I will order for sure. Been trying to get them. They're a shell dweller. Sean wants a shell dweller? No way. <laughs> I know Dan Slee wants them as well. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Um, I didn't know they were a shell dweller. So we're talking about that little goby, that Megillagobia species. Didn't know they were a shell dweller. That's cool to know. Well, Mr. Shelley, that's, that's awesome. I learned something new today. S. Shrestha. I always have trouble with that one. Can Betta go with German blue ram pear? <laughs> I started to read that in my mind. Can Betta go with German shepherd? <laughs> Sorry. Can a Betta go with a German blue ram pear? 30 gallon long current stock with 16 tetras, nine quarries, six rasboras. Your thought? Probably. Um, it, the caveat is that, you know, when cichlids spawn, they can get a little aggressive. Um, but I think that you would probably be okay with that. Other caveat is some tetra species just love to chow down on betta's fins. And it's not even necessarily species specific. You could have a group of tetras you keep in one tank with a betta, everything's fine. You move those same tetras to another tank with a betta and they go to chow town. So it, it's a little variable. So I, what I would say is I would definitely try it if it was my tank, but I would have a plan B ready. I'd have another tank ready for that betta in case anything went wrong and I wouldn't put the bed in that tank and then run off to work. I'd wait till I had a weekend or something, put it in at the beginning and really observe and make sure everything was okay. But, but in general, I think you'll probably be okay. Priscilla MK knew it was from Bentley's stream that she won the 50 bucks. Oh, thanks. I, I'm behind on Bentley too. I, I didn't realize that Bentley hid, um, if that's real recent, I, oh yeah, I did. He did that a little while ago. Yeah. I only do shrimp plants in large wild bettas these days. Oh, I've got some. So I've got the, uh, betta anabantoides, bantoides, and I've got, uh, not huge, but the betta, um, oh geez. Now I've got to go look at my own store cause I don't even know what I'm selling. Edithe, sorry. The betta edithe. And the anabantoides right now are about, I don't know, biggest ones, three, three and a half inches, three inches without the tail, maybe like, so if that interests you, Priscilla, I could send you a nice group of, I don't know what their cost is, but I could send you some bettas. Rockford Fishkeeping sent, send her some funky socks. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny for those that don't know it's a it's a joke in the stream from 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 yeah the last few weeks danny weshi saying that you can put geodes in the tank if i'm reading that right good to know mega Mindilu, i thought i was getting some good algae eaters but maybe i should have gone with the siamese algae eaters is there a big difference these are really beautiful i think it kind of depends on the kind of algae um I don't have a ton of experience with flying foxes, to tell you the truth. Uh, kept them in pet stores. I, I can't remember how well they, they algae, though. I don't think as well as the SAEs. But they will eat some. If I remember, oh, I don't even want to guess because it's been so. Here's what I was going to say. <laughs> but I'm going to anyway. If I remember right, I think what was reported was that 
when they were smaller, they ate algae pretty well, but as they got bigger, they did it less. But I could be just confusing them with Chinese algae eaters or something. So I'm going to move on because obviously I'm not much help there. All things fish, if we can hit the 100 sub milestone, I'll toss in another plant pack or a trio of endlers. Awesome. Let's see how you're doing on that. So all things fish, trying to hit the 100 sub milestone and then we'll throw in something else in the giveaway and right now 67 oh we got a ways to go i hope you make it tall order i think but i hope i hope i hope we've got 18 minutes left b start i think it's safe you can test it with vinegar i think you're talking about the geode stone Phoebe's saying, please make his head bigger. Are you talking about my head? You, you, want, you want more of this? <laughs> Are you talking about Jeff Rose? <laughs> I think you're talking about Jeff Rose. BCFR Aquatics. What non-mainstream knowledge should I know before getting into Neo Lamprologus Lupi? Well, I don't think any, honestly. Um, the lupi have been around for a long time, and they've been very popular. So I think that most of the necessary knowledge about them by now is mainstream. I guess what I would say, I think it's mainstream knowledge, though, is the main thing I would do if I kept the lupi is have so much rock work in there. Like, they love that. Tons of little crevices and crannies and stuff. Then you can get a nice group in there and they'll all be comfortable. They'll breathe like crazy generally. And you know, plenty of space for everybody for a while. Um, eventually they'll breed so much you'll run out of space. But um, lots of little, lots of rock work. Kelly Foreman, geodes are quartz just like a lot of sand. Should be okay. Okay, good to know. Jenny Lynn, what would you suggest for a wild bed of species? Almost any of them, to tell you the truth. Um, Here's a result. Oh, jeez. My phone thought that we were saying, okay, Google, and asking for help. I don't know why it does that. Come on. And let me shut this down. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because I said okay about the geodes. Um, of the ones I currently have available, let's take a look. I think, well, I don't even really have pictures of them right now. The Betaforcii are really, really nice and hardy. I would do them. Um, the Beta Edithae are doing great. The Beta Falks are doing great. They're all doing great, but I'm like, if it's your very first wild type Betty, you might, I hesitate to say this because they're really not a problem if you're an experienced fish keeper, but you might stay away from the um, Rutilarius, Cochina, Brownorum. Uh, and it's not the main reason I suppose is that a they're slower to the food so they can get out competed more than some of the other wild type bettas and they really really don't do well if there's any ammonia or nitrite whatsoever so a little more sensitive to water conditions I would say but if you're an experienced fish keeper and you know how to keep a tank and keep the parameters good and all that and do your water changes or however you manage that um then I would say almost, yeah, I would say any of the wild type beta species that I currently have would be just fine for you to start with. If you're not experienced, I would go for any except for the Cochina complex. Jackson Tax, 
there are many different geodesic undyed quartz is fine or agate, but calcite in several types, no. Okay, so it depends on the type of geode, he's saying. All right, how are we doing? We've got 15 minutes. Cool. Orange cones, I'm going to report you for scud abuse. Killing, killing scuds like that. Yep. Yep. Of course, if I didn't feed him to the puffers, then it would be puffer abuse. So I'm caught in a catch 22. <laughs> Hannah D. I don't know if you've ever talked about this before. Sorry if the question has already been covered. I have an infestation of seed shrimp. How should I get rid of them? 10 gallon. So ostracods, seed shrimp are tricky little buggers because their shell is so darn hard that not all fish will eat them. You'll often see fish go grab them and then spit them back out just because it's like eating a piece of gravel. However, if you get a little bigger fish, a lot of the larger fish can eat them, like a pistos can eat them just fine. So A, you can get a fish with a big enough mouth and like jaw tooth structure that it can handle ostracods, even though they're kind of hard to eat. Or you can use Dimelin X. Dimelin X is a um, fish medicine often sold for like koi ponds and stuff that you can find on eBay. Let me see if I can guide you here so you know what I'm talking about. Okay, Dimelin X, this stuff. Um, it's on Amazon.com, so that makes it super easy, right? So there you go, Dimelin X, and you won't need this much. A little bit goes a long way. So like a, I forget what it is, like a quarter of a teaspoon treats 100 gallons, something like that. It's not very expensive, really, really works well. The way it works is it prevents um, shrimp and other crustaceans from molting correctly. So it, so it affects the, the chitin, uh, the, their exoskeleton, right? So it's not harmful to fish at all. It's very safe medicine. Um, I've heard from HC Aqua that in order to eliminate scuds, he had to use it at three times the recommended concentration. So that might be something to keep in mind to get rid of seed shrimp, but it, it shouldn't mess with your fish at all, even at that higher concentration. All right, multi-tank <laughs> multi addiction throwing down $10. MTA's on a roll, man. <laughs> when we start at like three bucks and five bucks now, 10 bucks. Is there a carisid, <laughs> carisiform that gets five to six inches that is from the Amazon you think would go good with angelfish, severums, true acara, and a very non-aggressive tiger oscar? From the Amazon. See, I can think of African ones, um, right? There's a lot of larger African tetras that are peaceful. There are plenty from the Amazon that get, you know, four inches or so. They're like a standard tetra that just get bigger, but you never see them in the trade. So I'm aware of some, but not that the, not that anyone would have access to really. Caracidae. I don't want to say leperinus because they can get pretty darn big and, and kind of aggressive. Are there some smaller sand dollar, like uh, silver dollar types? Maybe, maybe some of the smaller silver dollars or the smaller like whipple piranha types. Maybe 
Um, but I'm I'm sorry you threw down ten bucks and I'm not really nothing's coming to mind. Could anyone else help out? A small a carisid that gets five to six inches. So so a tetra type fish that gets five to six inches. Pencilfish, tetras, I believe leperinus are in that group as well, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm kind of failing you there, MTA. Like, I guess, and the other thing is that's actually available. Leon Drolet throwing down five bucks, and Leon, if no comment or anything, great, just throwing money at me. Money falling from the sky. Leon, thank you so much. Always appreciated. Never required, but. It does make the wife super happy when money just drops from thin air. Thanks so much. And did chat jump? I got a feeling. Yep, sure did. Oh, man. Big time. <laughs> Orange cones. I will bag fish for fish. <laughs> Grim gaming. Well, whoever starts, I mean, you'll make more than that, but yeah <laughs> grim gaming what are the red and yellow fish behind you those are um golden denison barbs aka roseline shark aka um roseline barbs the gold variety on to cup number two it's getting crazy up in here Austin's fish. What would you recommend doing to prevent daisies, blue rice fish from getting fungus? Um, the easiest thing to think of from my end, if you're having like some crazy problem with that and it just is recurring, is really clean water and salt, five grams per liter. That's where I would start. Um, this means you can't have any plants in the tanks with the salt, but I would do that. Just keep their water really clean and five grams of salt per liter. I would probably do that for a few couple months, maybe see if everything goes away. If not, then I would start looking at some medicines or if it just gets worse and it's like, no, I got to save this fish with some medicine. But if we're talking about, man, every now and then it gets a little fuzz on its lip or something, but then it kind of goes away, but then it comes back, but then it goes away. A clean water and salt is what I would try and see if kind of a couple months long-term that, that solves it. Um, if not, got to get into medicines. And before we do that, we have to find out, is it actually fungus or is it one of the many protozoan or bacteria infections that can look like a fungus? Because that will determine which medicine we use. <laughs> Orange cones calling me the fish room concierge. Why, thank you. Thank you very much. Mitchell Broom, new idea. Move your warehouse to Atlanta and I'm in. Oh, easy. No problem. I mean, it, it is, a, yeah, it's a, it's going to be tricky to find the right people because um, A, they have to be able to move here. B, they have to be fish nerds. C, they have to be willing to go through that startup grind. And what am I on? D, um, they have to be um, really good at something or super passionate about it to to learn to be world-class at something like making videos or whatever. It, it, yeah. Orange Coast. So no telecommunicating to bag fish. Yeah. We tried it for some reason. We tried, we tried Microsoft meeting. We tried Google hangouts. We tried zoom. None of them worked. I don't know why. <laughs> Kids aquatics, how much in relocation money? Yeah. 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 Priscilla, I'm only 300 miles North of you. Not too far. 
it's an easy commute. Can 5015, when will you post pictures with your fish on the store? The honest answer to that is is probably going to be like, so it used to be that I wouldn't post a fish without a picture pretty much. Then I started selling so many fish that I didn't have time to take any more pictures. So um, it's to to get back to where that's happening regularly, my guess is it's probably going to be when the warehouse is up and running and I have hired the help I need um, to make that happen. So that's my guess. Right. And, and here's the issue. Right now, I'm literally packing and selling and shipping as many fish as I can while still doing it right. I, I can't compromise on the fish health. I can't compromise on the proper preparations for shipping them. I can't compromise very much at all on customer service. I try to be, I try to respond within a day of when you get a hold of me. Um, I don't want to compromise much on that. So the only time I can cut out is like making videos and taking pictures and stuff. There, there's some stuff that isn't integral absolutely to the mission of the company, which is healthy fish every time guaranteed, right? Making it so that when people buy fish from us, they're successful. So they stay in the hobby and they, and, and they grow the industry, right? So a lot of stuff I simply can't cut out. Pictures are one of the things I can cut out and still fulfill my mission. Although I realize it's frustrating for people trying to buy and it probably looks funky to people when they go to a website these days and there's no pictures. I get that. Um, but I'm literally selling as much as I can handle. So the honest truth is I'll need to get some help. Darlene's tank, 65 gallons, 13 long fin white skirt tetras, six pepper cory cats. How many golden denison barbs just planning ahead? Let's see here. White skirt tetras get pretty big and chunky and you've got 13. You've got six pepper cory cats. Well, what I would suggest before you get more fit species in there is, is rounding out what you have. Your peppered quarries are going to do, in my opinion, a lot better if you doubled that number. So not saying you have to, no judgment, but if this was my tank, what I would do is I would get at least six more peppered quarries. So now I've got a dozen down there, 13 white clouds, or I'm sorry, white skirt tetras. I might go for... It, it's, it depends on how you keep your fish and your maintenance schedule and your filtration and all that. But if it was my tank in 65 gallon long, I'm imagining at least a four foot tank, um, four foot long, then I would go with five or six of them, I think. Oh, they get maybe five. I would maybe go for five of them. Yeah. Now, if, if you don't want to do as much maintenance, then maybe go for three or something. But um, that is a fish that likes to be in large groups. So I kind of hate recommending five or six. Ideally, it'd be like, hey, I've got like nine or a dozen or so in there. But I think with five or so, they'll, they'll be fine together. They're not a tightly schooling fish. They just like to see others of their species around them so they know stuff is okay. Three minutes. Angelo G, are you able to get red breast acara? Perhaps, but it's not something I've seen readily available. So I guess the easy way to answer that is I can probably get to it, 
but it's not something that'll happen for a few months at least before I even start doing that. So I'm not bringing in from Brazil or Peru or Colombia at all right now. I could, but I've got enough going on between Africa and Indonesia and stuff that um, that's going to be, again, I, I hate to, it, it almost seems like a cop out at this point to be like, oh, well, when the warehouse is up, we'll do all of that, right? And that's not what I'm trying to do. But the truth is, there's very little incentive to expand and, and do Brazil or Colombia or Peru or, you know, any of that South America um, right now, because the current thing is going so well. So there's no need for it. But once the warehouse comes, I fully plan on starting to do more stuff like that. And I do have access to a lot of really neat Apistos and Corys and Geophagus and of the Acara types and stuff. I'd have to look to see if that specific species is something I can get. Like maybe that's from like uh, Suriname and some corner where, where there isn't industry routes to get to it or something. But in general, I can get several different neat cichlids. And I think, I, I mean, that's one of the Acara I think I've seen on the lists. I'd have to double check. Bunny Viper, how large do rose lines require vinegar eels to vinegar to test the rocks? If it foams, is it safe? So I don't know if every rock that is unsafe will foam, but when a rock does foam with vinegar, it means that it is uh, permeable. It's going to dissolve in water. So like limestone and stuff, it's going to be slow, but it will dissolve in water. Will that necessarily hurt your fish? I don't know. But uh, that's all that that vinegar test does is says, oh, this rock will dissolve in water. Um, how large of a tank do rose lines require? I think a four foot's kind of like the minimum. But I would say if you can do a six foot tank or more, they really like swimming. So they like the extra room. But I don't think four foot's inhumane at all. I think that they'll do fine in a four foot tank especially if it's like a 75 gallon has that extra depth corner to corner that you just get a little more room multi-tank addiction thank you i just got to your ten dollar super chat i hope someone was able to help you with that kids aquatics throwing down 1999 brenda keeps singing oh she will that's her passion that's her fish right like what fish are to me is what music is to her yeah that ain't going away <laughs> multi-tank addiction throwing down another five dollars is that to thank me for not being able to answer your question <laughs> um modius gracilis was recommended any ideas where to find them and this might be our last one yeah we're at time so let's just look at this real quick what we're talking about is this fish oh yeah yeah that's see that's the thing like this is one of those tetras um that would be great I don't know where you get it though. Like most of those larger ones, and I'm not sure why, but most of those larger ones from South America just are, are not very available. Um, I honestly don't know where you would find those. I'm sorry. I, I wish, I wish I did. If you're, so obviously you're trying to do some kind of biotope or something. Um, if you're willing to branch into Africa, it'd be a lot easier. But I, I think, you know, probably not because you're probably trying to do something specific. Leon Drolet throwing down five bucks. I think I already got that one. But since there's no comment, it's hard for me to remember. So if I missed it, thank you again. 
Okay, it's time, folks. We are going to do the last drawing. This is for, let's see, did we get to the 100 mark? If so, we're going to draw two. We did. I'm sorry, I doubted you. Look at this. 106 subscribers. Michael Wentworth, I have to admit, I was a little doubting Thomas there. I, I was like, ooh, we've only got a few minutes. I don't think that's going to happen. I didn't want to say that out loud, but that's what was in my mind. But you proved me wrong, brother. So we're going to draw two plant packages. These will be customized for you based on your level. If you're a beginner, Michael can take care of you. If you're intermediate, Michael can take care of you. If you're advanced, he's got you. So there'll be a little back and forth while you talk with him and um, – he figures out what's your level, what kind of stuff do you like, but he'll customize a plant package for you. We'll do two of these. The first one is Gary Howes. Gary Howes, you have won a customized plant package from All Things Fish. And so you've got about a minute to reply. Let us know you're here. And then we'll move right to the next one. While we're waiting, I guess I might as well get another one. Danny, what she's saying? Good night. Well, good night, right back at you. All things fish. You gotta have a little faith in the fish fam and the get gills community. Thanks to all for the help. Yeah, I, I, I do have faith. I just, I was like, ooh, that's that's a tall order. Nope, happened just like that. Bam. Thanks for proving me wrong. That's awesome. <laughs> let's see if Gary Howes is he. Let's see if Gary has responded. Nope. We'll just wait another minute here. Uh, let me find another one. Oh, did I, was I not sharing that? There you go. Sorry. Usually I like to share that live. Bunny Viper, will you carry golden rose lines as soon as I can get them, Bunny Viper? It could be a little while though. Orange Cones, I'm going to try that with my boss next time he asks if I can have another project. Well, when we get the warehouse built. <laughs> That's funny. A couple more seconds and we'll draw again. Gary, if you're here, let us know. Put a comment in chat, otherwise we're moving on. Okay, all things fish at Multitank Addiction. I don't think they're usually terribly expensive if I can find them. Dance Fish might have an idea on the Hamodius. Yeah, I, I wish I had. I wish I had. Word on the street is Pam is not performing tonight. Okay, so Punchy Paints is not going after me. Okay, we're going to roll again. Samuel Chemist, Samuel, uh, Samurai, Samurai? No. Samurai Chemist, Samurai Chemist. If you're here, please let us know because we'd like to give these plant packages away. So let us know you're here and you'll have won. Sylvia R, what are the chances of you getting those cool Aplicylus species in stock again? Pretty good. I'll get Aplicylus Dei and Aplicylus Blockii in again. Um, I can't tell you the time frame, but I do have a good supplier of those that it's a little sporadic, but, but I can get them from time to time. Doug's dad, but you do videos of most of your fish, right? But it's not just taking the video. Oh yeah. Yes. So I, I see what you're saying. I think I got it. So yes, I, I don't take pictures of all the fish, but I generally do videos and show you what I've got. So if you don't see the pictures, check out the videos. I do tours of the fish room where I'm like, show you everything I've got. And I do that because that's a lot quicker than trying to get good images and, and get them all up individually. I can just take one video and be done. So, yep, that's correct. Um, they just take 
like I want to do more videos. It's just uh, time, man, time. I think we're going to have to move on from uh, Samurai Chemist in a couple seconds. Yep, man. Okay, it's been a minute 30. Okay, we're going to try this again. How many people are still here? I'm just curious. 221, yeah, we're hemorrhaging people. I figured we're a little over time, but we're going to try the try to give away these plant packages. Ryan, Ryan Hansen, are you here? Please be here. We'd like to give away these plant packages. I think I missed a super chat. Sorry. Dennis R, five bucks. Dennis, thank you so much. Always appreciated. Never required, but it does make my wife super happy when people super chat. Hey, Danny, how hardy are the red and orange roseline sharks behind you? And when would they be available? So they're just as hardy as a standard roseline barb. Um, I, no, no big problems. The one, uh, one caveat, I forgot about this. Some of them have eyes that seem to work okay, but not completely. And so some of them, uh, you have to kind of spot feed just cause they have trouble seeing the food. It seems to be with that gold strain. I think out of the group I got, I got 25. There were like three that just had trouble seeing. So Ryan Hansen, if you're here, would you please chime in so we can give away some plants? Let me scroll to the bottom, make sure people aren't seeing like they're all here and it's just not working. It's no, no problem with what, with the system, right? I'm not just missing it. Okay. Well, we'll pick someone else soon. <laughs> well, good thing Pam's not going next. Uh, I guess we'll just do a little encore here. Okay, while we're waiting, well, this one's done. So, okay, take four. Who knew? Who knew it'd be so hard to give away some plants, huh, Michael? BCFR Aquatics, you have won. Please be here. Please let us know. Please win. Please win. <laughs> BSART, videos and photos is to sell more fish, but you're already at your max. You can handle Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, if I post pictures, I'll get even more orders. And it's like, woof, how do I handle that? Like I'm currently backed up. I think, I think I've got two more slots to ship on January 18th. And then I'm backed up to like January 20th for shipping. BCFR Aquatics is here. Boom. Okay. BCFR Aquatics, please send me an email. Dan at dancefish.com. I will get you in contact with um, all things fish so you can go over the details of the plants you want and get that taken care of. BCFR, okay, we've got one more. So the last drawing of the evening, and may it never end, is Rhonda Thomas, you have won a customized plant package from one of the dudes that does it right. That is Michael Wentworth of All Things Fish. So let us know you're here and we can get that to you. Can 5015, would you ever get zebra plecos? Maybe. I can get them. The thing is, it seems like zebra plecos are something that you can generally find. And at the price I can get them for, I don't think I'm competitive. So that's why I'm not bringing them in. Now, I don't know the health of the of the plecos you'll be getting. Maybe they'll be great. I, I don't know. But um, I can charge a little more for fish because of the care and the processes we go through. People that kind of really care about that are, are willing to, to do that. But I can't charge a 
ton more or it just doesn't make sense. So um, that's not a fish I've really focused on just because I think there are resources where people can get them already. Um, but, um, but I like them. And if I ever find them from a good supplier for a price that makes sense, I will do it. We're almost done with Rhonda Thomas. Rhonda, you have won. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> I'm sure you never heard that before. Chime in. Let us know you're here. Nope. We're going to be, we're going to be here all evening, folks. Tip your waiter, try the veal. Let's get the next act on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Rhonda is done. Let's try the next one. Who knew it'd be so hard. Cheshire cat, Cheshire cat. You're here, right? You want some plants? Please let us know. Cheshire cat. If you are here, Jerry Serple Morris. I have a family. Just have to convince my wife to move. Then convince you to hire me. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of great folks that I, I know won't be able to even consider it just because, you know, they're, they have family where they are and all that. Yep. All right. Looking for more here. Oh, good. Whew. Oh, my goodness, I'm here. Cheshire Cat, thank goodness you are here. All right, Cheshire, you know what to do. Email me, dan at dancefish.com. Uh, I'll get you in touch with Michael Wentworth, and we can go from there. Please... When you email, let me know, hey, this is Cheshire Cat, because if you say, hey, this is Sally, and your username's Cheshire Cat, and your real name's Sally, let's say, I would never know if I get an email from a Sally, so just let me know. All right, with that, thanks to my mods for being here and making all this work. I appreciate you guys. Thanks to everybody who gave a super chat. It's always appreciated. Never required, but it does help. Thanks to All Things Fish for giving us these four giveaways tonight. That was pretty cool. Thanks for supplying that, Michael. Hope Guam goes well for you. Um, everyone that asked questions made this lively. I know I say that every week, and, and it, so it's like, oh, he's doing the thank yous again, whatever. But I, I really mean these guys. I really do appreciate people that participate and make this lively and interesting. Um, Week after week, without you guys doing that, it would just get so old for me and I and I would quit. <laughs> so thanks for being active. Thanks for being like my local fish club because I don't have one here. Um, so it's nice to be with you guys every week. So thanks for participating. All you lurkers, all hail the Lurker Nation. I'm with you. Those folks watching on the replay, hope you can be with us live one day. But until then, we'll just do replays. All right, folks, we'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel next week, Wednesday. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Xanadu throwing down a 99-cent pile of fertilizer to end things right. See you next week. Bye-bye.